Hi, I'm Neil, and this is Man with a Music Minute, the podcast where I discuss music videos one minute at a time. Starting with Ziga Vertov's 1929 film Man with a Movie Camera, with a soundtrack by the Cinematic Orchestra. Hi, this week I'm going to be introducing the podcast, talking about the concept and the movie that we're going to be discussing. And to do that, I've got my first guest, who is my son, Dylan. Hi, I'm Dylan. I'm, I'm Dylan. Um, just an introduction to me. Um, I like theatre, drama, all that sort of stuff. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Yeah. And how old are you? Uh, 16, turning 17 soon. Very soon. Exciting stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that you're 17 already. That's crazy. Yeah, I can't um, either. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're going to be talking about uh, a minute of a movie. So um, this there's over 200 movies by minutes podcasts. Yeah, So wow. what do you know about movies by minutes um mostly just like the basics um i know they review movies by minutes um but other than that not much really okay do you know what the first one was ever yeah the first one well the first one to become popular right um the only one that comes to mind is star wars minute but Yep. Yeah, I've got no clue. That's the one, yeah. Oh, nice. So Pete and Alex from Star Wars Minute. Uh, they say that there was another one before, but it didn't go the full film and it didn't. It wasn't that popular. But they had Star Wars Minute. It was a huge success and it started a trend. It's like I say, 200 podcasts in. It's probably a lot yeah. more than that now. Um, and it's one more now that we're recording this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you can go to moviesbyminutes.com and check out the full list. Just go along and find your favourite film. Um, one of my favourites is uh, the Cornetto Minute, which is the films of Edgar Wright and um, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Um, so they, they did that quite a while ago, and that was a few years ago now, but that was one of my favourites, because it's my yeah. favourite films. Um, and it was a group of Americans talking about a British film, so that was quite funny. <laughs> All the different cultural things. Um, and often these podcasts have a really good social um, group on Facebook. Um, and Star Wars Minute has the listeners hub on Facebook, and it's really good. They just have loads of silly memes from the podcast. Um, it, it could sound a bit dull just talking about one minute of a film for half an hour or so but they just come out with so many silly jokes and you know talk about the characters like they always talk about C-3PO as being Golden Tony and stuff like that <laughs> because yeah. Anthony Daniels played C-3PO right. so just silly little things like that and um, there's lots of memes that that are in the group so, um, so I'm hoping that if our podcast is a success we'll get a a good uh, social group going and people talking about the movie. Um, because 
to me, this is just an amazing film, and I'm amazed that so many people have never heard of it. Um, so we're talking about Man with a Movie Camera. Uh, so you've never seen it. What do you know I about haven't... the film so far? Um, not much. Uh, I know that it's Russian, I believe, and um, it's about a man with a movie camera. But other <laughs> yep. than that, yeah, not much. That's a good start. Yep, it is about a man with a movie camera. His name was Zika Vertov. I've, I've asked in the local community for um, anybody who's Ukrainian. It's not Russian, it's Ukrainian. Um, I want to know how to pronounce his name properly and all the names that come up in the in the movie. I'd love to get some coaching on how to pronounce it all. Right. So yeah, he's a Ukrainian guy who basically took footage from a few different cities and edited it to make it look like the day a day in the life of one city, basically. Um, and his, I think it's his brother-in-law, um, filmed him making the movie so it shows him as the man with the movie camera taking all of this footage so it's kind of meta and it was made in 1929 so it was pretty um, ahead of its time really yeah um, and then his wife and I forget her name but it comes up in the, in the minute she edited the, the footage so there are scenes of her editing the, the footage and then you see the, the still uh, frames and then magically they come to life. It's just amazingly well done. And the, the amount of effects that he invented that you know people had had never seen before. Um, basically, it makes me feel like it's a an hour long mu a music video. So I started this podcast because I love music videos, and I really want to talk about music videos of all sorts. Um, but to do that, I'll combine it with a movies by minutes podcast. And talk about one minute of Man with a Movie Camera every episode. Yeah. So, yeah, so we can start off just by watching the, the minute all the way through. And we'll read out the subtitles, because this minute doesn't have any music. It's just silence and subtitles in, I think there's two languages, I think it's Russian and Ukrainian. Um... I did say he was Ukrainian, but I think some of it was filmed in Russia and some of it was filmed in Ukraine. I'm not really sure. Hmm. Um, hopefully we'll get some experts in to talk about that. Yeah. Um, okay, so we'll set it up. We've got it here on Discord. Um, so it's doing that, that circle of death thing. Hopefully I can just click play and it'll start. So you read the first line and then I'll do the second and so on. Sounds good. Man with a movie camera. A six-reel record on film. Produced by VUFKU in 1929. Excerpt from a camera operator's diary. Attention viewers. This film is an experiment. In cinematic communication. Of real events. Without the help of intertitles. Without the help of a story. Without the help of theatre.
This experimental work aims at creating a truly international language. Of cinema based on its absolute separation. From the language of theatre and literature. Office supervisor. I didn't get to read the end of that. <laughs> Author, supervisor, experimenter, Ziga Vertov. There we go. There you go. So yeah. That, that's a quick minute. <laughs> There's not yeah. really much to talk about. Yeah, not um, much happens. Yeah, just explaining the concept, and that's what we're doing with the podcast as well. So um, I've called this minute cinematic communication, because I like that line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, I've got in my notes here exactly what it said. So we can read that back. We don't need to watch it again because it's really, there's not much to see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it says, um, a six reel record on film. So do you know what it means by six reel? I'm assuming the camera had six reels in it. I'm not fully sure on the terminology. I think, I think what it means is when you're showing a movie in the cinema, you have to um, play a certain amount of reels and you change the reel. Um, you know, in, in modern, well, in, in the 70s and 80s, <laughs> that modern, right. they basically had maybe two or three reels to a, a movie and you could see a little circle in the corner of the screen which w would tell you when the new reel comes in. Um, so they, they basically, they play it, they, they kind of uh, use tape to put the, the reels together and you don't notice it really unless you see that little dot in the corner. Um, so I think the idea is that there's roughly 10 minutes per reel, so he edited it to have six reels and he would show the movie with six reels at a time. Um, and I... Uh, maybe the next minute or a minute after that, we'll see a reel going into the projector um, and show them starting up the projector. And, um, and so we'll get a better idea of, of what that is. But I think it means um, when the movie was finished, they had six reels to show. Um, because I, I would imagine he would have had 60 at least. And he's edited yeah. down, you know, if it's 10 minutes per reel, he must have had hundreds of different reels and he's edited them to, to have one hour of footage. Yeah, I can't it's even a imagine. monumental work. What were you going to say there? Oh, I said I can't even imagine. Like, that's just a lot of, like, both, you know, time, but also now we can do that on our phones just instantly. That would be a lot of like physical um containing i suppose of uh, footage yeah. well um i just made a video of um it was a song that i wrote for my wife and i made the video using old footage which i found on an old tape like this uh digital video tapes um and that's about an hour of footage on this little tape but we don't even have these anymore that's you know that was so difficult you have to actually 
record it from the tape onto the computer. You can't yeah. just, you know, take the file and, and dump it onto your computer. You actually have to sit through it and record it in real time. Um, and of course, I was doing that in, in private, so <laughs> I wasn't even recording it onto a computer. I just put it on the TV and filmed it with my phone. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so even back in the early 2000s, the the kind of everyday um, technology wasn't that, that great. It was just um, digital videotapes and the quality wasn't so good. Um, and then after that we got a digital uh, camcorder that just had uh, a hard drive in it so you could just, you know, um, take the file and just transfer it instantly to the computer. And that was a huge difference. But now, of course, you don't even need to do any of that. We just do... I mean, I basically make music videos on my phone. And this podcast, we're going to be doing it as a video. We'll be doing all the recording and editing. Um, well, well, we'll do some of the recording on the computers. But some of it will just be from the phone. It's it's amazing how much it's, it's changed <laughs> just in 20 years. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and I've got a very early um, phone here. It's got a big chunky thing with a keyboard on it and everything. <laughs> uh, run on Windows. <laughs> right. Yeah. I might show that in another episode. So, um, yeah, so uh, that was uh, a bit about the, the reels. That was the first line of the, <laughs> of the minute. Um, so it was just basically saying it's an experiment. And he doesn't have any of the normal tropes of cinema intertitles. So back in the days of um, silent movies, they would have just a, a, um, a bit of text in between the, the moving images. You would just have a text to say what the person was saying because you couldn't hear any of the voices. Yeah, so, I remember. Um, I remember we went to see a silent movie once, and oh wait, no, it was. A silent movie with like a band playing live. Yeah, um, yeah it was a and... four-piece orchestra. Yeah, right. And it had, I believe, intertitles in between, yeah. um, like the scenes. Yeah, it was the General by Buster Keaton. Right. Yeah, um, I couldn't remember the name. Yeah, it's the one where he's on the train and he's he does all the stunts at the front of the train, throwing logs to get things out of the way and stuff. It's an amazing movie, and it was great to see it. Um, with the, the live orchestra as well. Yeah. And they did a, a short um, Laurel and Hardy film as well. That was really good. Yeah. Mm. I'd love to see more stuff like that. I know that they have, um, you know, you, you get Star Wars movies with an orchestra and things like that. And, you know, that's, that can be quite expensive to go out for, for a night like that. But that was just in a pub. It was quite a cheap night out, you know, just um, seeing a little movie and... And a band. It's good fun. Yeah. So we'll have to look out for more of them. Yeah. Um, I'd also like to get uh, Dan Golding on the podcast. He he is... Um, I'm not sure what he does exactly, but he's in the, the Melbourne Orchestra. I think they call it the Royal Melbourne Orchestra. Um, and he's been on a few podcasts before, so it'd be good to get him on to talk about... Uh, the movie and talk about what's going on in, in Melbourne with that kind of thing. Uh, so I'll reach out to him and see if he can come on. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. So um, 
Yeah, so they didn't have that kind of thing in this movie. He just avoided any kind of storyline. Um, but there is so much in just the images that he put together. The way that he he tells a story without any words, without any real plot. You know, it's just the way that he mixes two different images. It just it tells you a lot about what's going on in his head. Um, so in every minute there will be a lot to talk about. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, even this one, just with the text, it tells you a lot. I was going to um, um, ask about the acronym VUFK, I believe. Um, I yeah, noticed V-U-F-K-U. it. VUFKU. Um, oh, right. Yeah, that stands for... I've got it here. The Visa Ukrainske Fotokino Upravlinia. Right. <laughs> Which means the All Ukrainian Photo Cinema Administration. Yeah, so yeah. that would have been uh, like a government department. Um, it was the Soviet Union at the time. Um, so, I mean, you know a little bit about the Russian Revolution and the Soviet Union. Tiny bit, you? yeah. Yep. You know most of it from that um, video about Tetris, don't you? Right, yeah. Uh, there was a song I think you showed me where it was like the entire history of the USSR or something like that um, over the Tetris theme song. Um, yeah. And yeah. It's a really funny video. It's, uh, uh, I'd love to see that again, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I'll probably watch good. it after this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. And it's a good tune. Yeah. It gets stuck in your head. <laughs> and the words they put into it are just perfect. Um, yeah, so that was a government department in the Soviet Union. So I imagine that they would have put their stamp of approval on all films. Um, and that department ran from 1922 until 1930, so it was just after this film was made. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've seen a few comments on this movie saying that it's propaganda, but I imagine no matter what you put out at that time, yeah, and it's still the same to a certain extent today. If you've got something going out, and it's got to have the stamp of approval, like for instance, putting out something on the BBC, it's got to, you know, it's got to fit in with what the BBC believe in. Yeah. Um, otherwise, they just won't show it. So, you know, most mainstream media is propaganda to a certain extent, um, and you know, you can argue about how worse that was in in the Soviet Union or how bad it is today but we won't go into all that kind of politics yeah. <laughs> we'll try to avoid politics as much as we can while talking about a movie in that was made in the Ukraine so obviously it's a hot topic at the moment yeah so I, I plan to do this podcast you know I was I've been talking about it for about five years you must be sick of me talking about it <laughs> but um, yes I planned to do it long before the the war in the Ukraine started so um, I did think about it for a while should I still go ahead with it or should I just you know leave it but I think you know as long as we're sending out a message of you know of peace and and love for people then you know we can talk about stuff that goes on in Ukraine you know in history or you know stuff that's going on today without getting too political and and making big arguments about it. We'll just yeah, definitely. Keep out of that kind of thing. Um, 
Yeah, so that's that's the main things about the the text, I think. Um, one thing I wanted to say as well is because in um, in Russian that's that group of languages, they I don't think they have articles, so they never say the or a. Um, so you hear that when um, when they speak English, they'll often miss out the and a. They'll just um, say a sentence without articles. So when it's been translated, the name of the the film is sometimes the man with the movie camera, or it could be the man with a movie camera, or a man with the movie camera. So there are lots of different versions, but we'll just stick to man with a movie camera. Yeah. Uh, make it simple. Or if we want to do the um, the short version, we'll just call it Mwamk. <laughs> Mwamk. 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 And of course, man with a music minute is Mwam. Yeah, that's a lot easier. Yeah. So um, we'll see how mixed up we get with that. Because the the few times I've, I've tried recording uh, things for the podcast, I often get mixed up with, um, is the podcast the movie camera or the music minute one? Yeah. I'm sure by the time we get to the 60th episode, I'll, I'll know it off by heart. Yeah. So we've got 67 minutes to get through. Right. But, uh, and, and you'll be the co-host, but... Um, you're quite busy with all your drama things and your schoolwork and everything, so Definitely. we'll see how it goes. There's no pressure to do it all the time. Yeah, it's all just fill in um, if there's not a specific guest, uh, guest that week or if anything happens. Yeah, or if there's, if you really want to speak to the guest, yeah. you just want to help out and join in the chat, then you're more than welcome. Awesome. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, so we were talking about music videos. Music, yeah, um, we were talking about the Tetris music videos. Is there? Mm. So we're going to be uh, talking about your favourite music video. But before we do that, uh, each week we're going to have a section on this new app that I love, which um, I've made all of the the jingles and the intro and everything. I've made all of that. Um, Actually, no, not, not all of it. I've made the jingle for this this bit, then the jingle for the um, music video part. I've made them in this app called um, Jam Pro. And it's a new app from Cold Cut and Ninja Tune. So each week I'm going to be going through the app and, and um, explaining how I'm learning to use it. Um, so that's coming up now. Introducing Jam Pro by Cold Cut and Ninja Tune by George, even podcast crew. Pump up the volume, pump up the volume, pump up the volume, swipe that screen. One, two, three, ha! Hi, and welcome to the Jam Pro feature for Man with the Music Minute. Each week I'm going to be discussing the Jam Pro app, 
and showing you how I'm learning to use it because it's only been out for a few weeks and I'm really just beginning to learn the basics. So this is the app itself. Um, I'm just looking at the matrix part of it at the moment. It's just a small part. Basically it has these four channels and you can select which little square you're playing at a time. So I'll play you what I've got so far. I'm just making the intro for this feature. So I'll press play. So you can hear the hi-hat there. And then I've got the beats, the bass kick and the snare if you like. And then I've got some popping sounds which is kind of emulating the bongos. And then I've got the voice. I'm not too happy with the voice there, so I'm going to re-record that. And so what I'm going to do, I'm just going to go over here to the mode. I just need to check how many bars is it going to record. Well, first of all, you've got recording out and sampling in. So you want to either record the music that you've made here, out to a different file or you can record it out to a separate part of this app. So you're recording out or you can sample in either um, something like a musical instrument or I'm just going to be sampling my voice. So that's sampling in. Now I also want to check how many bars is it going to sample. You've got the maximum bars here. It's set at one at the moment but this part is going to be eight bars long. So it will stop recording at exactly 8 bars and then it will play it back automatically. So that's set up. The other thing I've got set up is this part here. It's called pre-roll. I've set it to 1 bar. It'll beep a few times to tell me when to start recording. So I've only got it set to 1 bar but you can select it to 2 or 4 as well. Here we go. So I'll go back to the matrix. That's a little bit bigger. And to record, all you need to do is you press, well, first of all, I'll play it so that I can hear. I just want to listen to the first two. And then I'll record. I won't record over the last one that I did. I'll record a new one here. And to record in that one, you just double tap. Introducing Jam Pro by Cold Cut and Ninja Tune. I got the timing way out there, so it's a uh, seven. Nope, that didn't work. Try again. Introducing Jam Pro by Cold Cut and Ninja Tune. 
Let's see how that sounds. times and then I'll get it right um, and then I'll add a few more samples on the end and that'll be the, the whole clip finished. Roar, sounds like a record stopping. Okay so that's my first example of how to use uh, Jam Pro. It's uh, an amazing app. This is just the basic uh, start with the matrix here. If you go into play you can see that the matrix is just a small part of it. You've also got your stabs, you've got your effects, um, and other um, filters and things you can put on top of it. Uh, this is the, you use your two fingers to make these effects. And then you've got all sorts of um, other things you can do to it. Uh, your preset effects that, that chop up the sounds. It's, it's just amazing. The, the amount of things you can do just with the, the tunes that are already in there. It's just incredible. So um, that's my introduction. So um, every week I'll be talking about Jam Pro and showing you how much I'm learning because there's so much to learn. Welcome back. <laughs> now we're back from the, the Jam Pro. I hope you like that bit. And now we're going to talk about Dylan's favourite music video. Right. So um, I, I'm not sure what this is going to be. Yeah. Um, I'll just talk a bit about it while you set it all up. Um, favourite music video is a hard one for me because it changes weekly. Um, but at the moment, I'm really into the Starkid or Team Starkid musicals um, which are all on YouTube for free to see and um, so I just selected one of my favourite songs from um, the guy who didn't like musicals musical because um, uh, yeah it's just one of my favourites yeah um, so you've told me about this and I saw the start of it mm. Um, and then fell asleep because <laughs> <laughs> I was so so tired. Yeah, yeah. I'm an old man. <laughs> um, so um, I've seen the start of it. It's, it's really it's basically just a stage musical, isn't it? Yeah, like it's it was just recorded um, as if you're in the audience, like it, well with different camera angles. But it it's not a big like Hamilton production yes. or. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just Show like uh, well, I forget the term for it, but I don't know, just theatre. Yeah, okay. And me. Okay, then we can just uh, watch it now. And um, Steve. And Stu. Mark and Leighton. 
Also, nothing bad. That's the end of that number. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you'll be doing much more singing. Yeah. Actually, when they turn into zombies, they sing more. Oh, right, um, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's um, interesting. <laughs> I'm not yeah, a big sorry. musicals fan myself, so it's it's funny to see a musical about musicals. And yeah. Yeah. So, what makes you, what makes you love this one over other musicals you've seen? Oh, um, I think just the comedy. Like it's partly making fun of musicals. It like not fully, but like the whole thing is the main character hates musicals. So it's kind of I don't know. Um, and the main character was the guy that came in and saved them at the end. Yeah, right. You yeah. didn't get to see much of um, how he acts and stuff. But yeah. like, uh, I don't know if you saw like Ted. Oh, I don't know. You don't know who Ted is in the back. But one of the hostages, basically, um, Ted just enjoyed um, the musical, uh, the song, the entire time, which is just the type of humor that yeah. is. And um, he's the guy that said Chad, and he was like. Yeah, so yeah. Hear Chad. I, was... I had Chad in my head as well, and I was waiting for it to come up. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. It's a very yeah, no. meta kind of, um, well, that song specifically, because it's the way that he is so flamboyant and so over the top, and it's yeah. kind of making fun of how musicals are so... This is what I've always... Um, Hate, hate is a strong word, but the reason I was put off musicals when I was younger is because it's, it's so fake and it's so over the top and flamboyant. And, you know, the, the typical the typical one I can think of is West Side Story. And it's supposed to be these hard um, gang members who are going around with knives stabbing each other but they're all clicking their fingers and dancing around it. It's just the, the that contrast between them being tough but dancing and doing these kind of similar to the moves that he was doing there, just silly dance yeah. moves. It's just it's you know it didn't speak to me when I was growing up. But. Yeah, that's something that sets this musical apart. Is all the songs in it are oh I can't remember it's like a word I learned like in year eight. Uh, but is it? <laughs> Not eidetic, is it? Where the song is actually in the um, like media, as opposed to oh no, I don't think it's eidetic. But like, there's two types of like songs in TV shows and movies and stuff. One that the characters can hear, and one that they can't. Uh, do you remember the words yeah, for that? The word for that, it's um, it'll come to me. It's um, diegetic. Dige yeah, yeah, yeah. Diegetic. Uh, um, so all of these songs are diegetic. Like the um, the main character points out, like in the first song when yeah. we don't know what's going. Well, the second one, uh, the first song that the main character encounters, um, he he's just baffled by all these people just beginning to sing and dance in public, um, and yeah, it's yeah. just. <laughs> A, a strange fear to turn into like a story like 
um, with zombie apocalypse movies, it makes sense to be afraid. And like in this one, it does make sense. But it's just such a weird concept to choose as your story. Um, but yeah, I love yeah. it. It sounds like me because I, like I said, <laughs> yeah. I didn't really like musicals. But the thing I didn't like about them is the fact that it's it's so weird to have people just talking away and then all of a sudden they're singing for no reason. Yeah. And nobody seems to notice. But this one is different because this guy does notice and he doesn't like the fact that everyone around him is singing all of a sudden. So yeah. that's more realistic to me. It's like, yeah. So I'm going to watch the whole thing and see it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was I was loving the whole of that song. And yeah. the, the whole fact that he was being all flamboyant and doing... His singing style as well was just so over the top, and the, the way he moved about and stuff. Um, yeah, it's also like he was—he began as such a serious character. Uh, so yeah, it, it, you lose a lot of like the build-up with just watching this one clip. But like he—he he was not too serious. Like he had jokes and stuff. Like his introduction, I loved. I won't spoil it for you, but. Um, it's just even the beginning of the song is so different to when he sings the song about the song he made like the <laughs> like yeah it's a lot of layers but like he made a musical inside of this musical um and when he starts singing a song from that musical it becomes even more oh what's the word flamboyant no um yeah, oh, that's the yeah, yeah right yeah, um, it, yeah, it's just, yeah, I, uh, I think I picked the longest song, I'm not sure about <laughs> that, but yeah, that, that's uh, right. this... we're going to cut it out anyway, so that's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, this um, song was probably a bad example to pick, uh, I just picked it because I liked it, but like, um, all the other ones are, well, firstly, have the main character in it, um, well, not singing, but, like, witnessing it. And this yeah. one didn't. And the other ones show the absurdity of the... And, like, the um, fear, the how scary, weirdly enough, it is, um, like, for the main character. This one, you know, didn't encapsulate that, if that's the word. Um, but, like... Yeah, if you do end up watching the full thing, it, it is quite a good musical. <laughs> yeah. I love things like that that are meta and it fits in well with Man with the Mo uh, Movie Camera because the way that it's talking about itself and talking about you know, the the idea of being in a musical and and not liking musicals, it's, it's very clever. <laughs> Yeah. It takes a lot to do that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, and like it's got the chaotic energy of a drama group just yeah. um, making something <laughs> they enjoy, which, yeah, I just love. Um, yeah. One thing I noticed is that it's, it's very minimal. They don't have many props. The stage, yeah. um, the, you know, the, the set behind them is very basic. It's just, you know, the colours and a few black lines and that's it. Um, yeah, but you don't need any more than that. You you can 
use your imagination for the things that they're doing with the hands. They're, they're miming stuff. He was using his hands to pretend to be a phone. And, yeah. And you can do so much just with mime. Uh, you don't oh. need more than that. Um, yeah, I just remembered, like, the end bit, um, like, it, they, this entire musical is really meta, and they add that in, they're just, like, normal jokes, like, the whole, should I grab this chair, um, uh, yeah, and I'll grab the piano, to change sets, yeah. um, <laughs> is just, like, a really creative way to, um, yeah, yeah transition. Yeah, it's pointing out how ridiculous it is that you have to grab a chair as yeah. you're escaping from a hostage situation. You yeah, just grab the chair and piano and run out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they have quite a few musicals, but like the kind of follow-up to this one, which was set in the same universe, um, basically. Like, there's I won't get into the law because it's uh, quite. Um, Oh, I forgot the word. But yeah, no, it's quite um, intricate, I suppose. Uh, but mm -hmm. they make a, I guess, callback, and um, they do a similar thing with, like, boxes, I guess. Like, uh, I'll grab these boxes. It's just... Oh, and in that uh, play, they've got, like, a whole bunch of callbacks. It's, like, it's weird, because it's... It's yeah, like sorry, a I, gag, I, I think is what you would call it. Uh, yeah, so but... it's the same joke but in different contexts. The thing is, it's not an out-of-world thing. Well, I guess it is. Like, it is. Oh, it's hard to talk about without going so deep into the lore, but, like, mm -hmm. it's kind of... I'll explain the basic gist of the two musicals. Like, there's an apocalypse in this town of Hatchetfield, I believe, um, and every time the main characters fail to or like anyone fails to save everyone it's a time loop it resets and um I, yeah it's hard not to spoil anything but in the second one they talk about the time resetting and like the last song is um not about like waiting for tomorrow and then potentially not coming um so uh, yeah it's really fun to just delve into theories but I'll leave it at that um, yeah yeah yeah. well thanks for um, showing me that um, <laughs> all good I'm going to have a list of all the music videos that we talk about I've already mentioned a couple um, mm. in here um, I might put a little sound effect in every time we mention the music video right. and it'll be in the show notes all the links to the, the videos we talk about every week um, yeah yeah so that's that's great first podcast is is made awesome Excellent. that's the end yeah so next week we're going to be um swapping around you're going to be interviewing me and then after that we're going to have real guests <laughs> yeah and we'll, um we'll see who we get as first guests um, it might be a big name. Oh, a big yeah. name for me anyway. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Okay. Yeah. Well, see you thanks. all next week. Yep. Thanks for doing this with me, Dylan. And thanks to all of you for listening. <laughs>